This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that face, I'm just showing proof. You know the vibes, Hana. Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, Yana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind, and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only like we represent from Tampa to Tally. And keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. Till you flapping on the canvas, I'm bombing you, weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJQ. You know the vibes. Ding, ding. What is up, boxing world? This is Boxing Vibes TV. Oh my goodness. What a fight. So I guess you already know what's going to dominate pretty much the majority of our conversation. Without much further ado, let me go ahead and introduce the crew. We got Q in the building. What's good? We got JD in the building. Uh-huh. You already know it's 8-1 Trey all day. And we got yours truly, Jay, the moderator of this here madness. Now, JD, we're going to hurry up and skip the pleasantries. Hit us with the pie quote of the day. All right. And this pie quote of the day is a very timely quote. And there's a lot of people, you know, who are trying to, you know, wait to hear some semblance of a word from Deontay Wilder since, you know, he didn't really do any immediate interviews right after the fight. But we do have a quote from the Bronze Bomber, and it's very fitting that we start the pod off with this being the pod quote of the day. And here goes the quote from Deontay Wilder after Saturday night. I did my best, but it wasn't good enough. He came to lean on me, try to rough me up, and he succeeded. And that's from the bronze bomber, Deontay Wilder. Pod quote hey. of the day. Hey, you gotta, lo- you gotta love uh, Deontay Wilder's effort. Um, he had most of what he said right, but he forgot left out a part. Um, so man, let's just go ahead. Oh, wait. One last housekeeping issue. And that's on you, JD. Tell the people what to do. Uh-huh. And you already know, as always, if you're down with the vibes, hit the notification bell and subscribe. All right. Hey, ain't nothing else. Let's get it. Hey, reactions, I just thoughts. What an amazing fight. Uh, Q, I know you had a lot to say before. Um, I know you were probably on pins and needles during like the rest of us. And um, what did you think after the fight? Go ahead and, uh, you know, um, the, you know, initial, the initial after the fight, you know, I think everybody had a hangover, you know what I'm saying, from expectations right. and just for everything that happened, you know, it really take a couple of days after something like that to really settle down and really look at it and, you know, and I, I feel like a lot of people sort of, in my opinion, I mean, it was an amazing fight, bro. That was that was our generation's, you know. I feel like that's one of the best heavyweight fights of our time, of our of of, of the recent generation with this group of heavyweights we have now, you know. Um, and that's one for the books, man. And you know, I'm gonna say, I told you so. When as far as how we talked about nobody, you know, it was like anybody really want to see it when the fight got made. It was it was just too much build up. It was too much tension. In between the parties and things, and once the fight got made, man, and when it happened, it, it lived up to all the hype. I will say that I was a little disappointed, you know, in the outcome. But I mean, you can't really be disappointed when, when you know, when you're a boxing fan, and you get a great fight like that, man. It was it was amazing, you know. Um, I just feel like, and just like what we said with our predictions, um, you know, JD, you know, we talked about the, the time takes with a new training and everything. And you was like it take it takes several, take more, or whatever, because after the eighth round or some, some, and I said, well, 
you get hit with something or something happened to you where you get rattled, you're going to go to survival, you know, because he came in, uh, the Ron's mama came in, executing the game plan, jabbing to the body and, and you know, being very uh, methodical with his movement and everything, moving his head. And then, you know, after, after, after a few rounds, man, you know, and then, well, in particular, the third round, once he got caught, and man, I thought it was over. I thought it was over. I just hit, I just hit my head low, yo. That's why it was so amazing. The fourth <laughs> round, when he came in, when he caught, when, when he caught Fury with with those two, uh, with those two knockdowns, I thought it was over then. You know, I'm like, especially the second one, I thought it was over. Looking into his eyes, look at him, looking up, and it would just took forever, you know. And we ain't gonna get enough, you know. I'm not gonna get into all of that, but you know, it's a whole lot to say about that, you know, but. I, I think for the outcome of the fight, man, I feel like uh, Fury deserves his roses at this point. You know, he's, in my opinion, he's the best heavyweight of our era right now until proven, you know, until proven otherwise. I really feel like uh, nobody's, nobody's going to beat Tyson Fury. You know, it's not a gimme because it's still, it's still a lot of fight to be made. Uh, but I feel as of right now, but what he brings to the table, man, and, um, Another thing I just feel like a lot of people were so hard on Wilder, you know, as far as it's like I don't know what people's expectation was for real because he wasn't going to be Mayweather this fight. He wasn't going to be a technician. He wasn't going to be he wasn't going to be Lennox Lewis. You know what I'm saying? I don't care who was his trainer. You know, and Malik Scott did, I think, did, did a pretty good job, man. You know, I think he had him in the right mental space. One last thing I'm going to say, and I'm kicking to JD, was I really feel like one of the big mistakes that Wilder made, in my opinion, and I, you know, I didn't even bring this up because I heard this, you know, when we talked about this last, but I didn't even bring it up because I, I just shook my head. I didn't want to talk about it. But he, they, they talked about all the things that he learned in the training camp. And um, he was like, I don't I don't even need to use all of those. I, I just need to use half of that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, you really think Tyson Fury is not a pugilist that could box, that could mix it up and do everything. That's six, nine, that's 300 pounds that has rose from the dead in life and out of life. You know what I'm saying? Like Tyson Fury is very different. You know, and regardless of whatever, because I don't, I don't really think everything was who blah about. You know, all the allegations. I think you know it might have been some things that might have happened that wasn't, you know, wasn't really up, up, up spill. But uh, you can't come, you come in and you expect the best fighter, and you had a fighter that was already Tyson Fury been fighting since he was a, a, a baby. You know what I'm saying? He didn't, you know, just watching the the, the things uh you sent about. He didn't have a childhood, man. You know you. Wilder was a grown man already. This man been doing this forever. So don't, you know, he he severely underestimated Tyson Fury. And um, I feel like with, with, with that statement, with that quote that he made, he only need half. I really didn't like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. And I'm going to kick it to, to JD. Because I, I, I think we had a separate conversation uh, about it. Um, I remember we were debating on the show. Nobody wants to see it. And then I began to change my mind uh, and I let JD know. I was like, yeah, 20 months of buildup. Right. And then you really don't usually get two years to hype a fight that is going to get made. Right. And so that, that along with the fact that now that we saw Joshua dethroned by Usyk turned everybody's eyes to, okay, now who really is the best? Because Usyk still as a smaller heavyweight is not going to be seen necessarily until he beats one of those guys as the best heavyweight. But that's all I'm going to say before I kick it to JD. Go ahead, JD. What you got on it? Oh, man, I'm going to say uh, on this day, I got to say that, you know, congratulations are in order for Tyson Fury 
and Deontay Wilder. Thanks. I'm, I'm going to say both of them. Yes. I'm going to say congratulations are in order for both of them for separate reasons. Um, for Tyson Fury, uh, we have to salute this dude for what he's done in at least our era right now as far as the heavyweight division. Right now, you got to salute your cap to a dude who is 6'9", as heavy and as big as he is, and has the skill set that he has. Um, you know, I know even Tyson Fury, and you might have been alluding to this cue about a clip where he talked about people claiming that everything was luck oh, for man. him. Yeah, you know, yeah. and him talking about things with luck. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, you look at a lot of athletes who, yes, they are blessed with a certain God-given size or ability that a lot of us aren't, but you have to tip your cap to their hard work. At the end of the day, the average dude ain't walking around 6'9", 290, but at the same time, for him to be at the peak of boxing the way he is, that is a testament to all the years of boxing that he's put in to the game and into the sport. And so you have to give Tyson Fury a lot of credit. It looks like right now there's probably not any heavyweight out there, honestly, who could really mess with him and really deal with a guy who, A, chances are he's going to be bigger than you, and then B, it's a good chance that he's probably got more skill than you. So when you couple those two things together, I think that, Somebody like a Tyson Fury is going to be extremely hard to defeat. You know, I believe he's only 33 years of age at this point. I don't that see anybody in the next two or three years really, um, really being able to dethrone him if he can keep his head right and not fall off the wagon outside of the ring. And it appears like he's been able to sort of keep his head straight in between fights outside of the ring. So, I salute Tyson Fury for that, man. It was an excellent performance by him. Um, on the side of Deontay Wilder, I have to salute a dude who, at the end of the day, Tyson Fury held every advantage in the fight outside of power. Outside of one hit or quitter power, he held every advantage over Deontay Wilder. And I have to salute Deontay for going into the ring and giving us a hell of a fight and giving us his all even even better than what we saw in the last fight. And I know J-Box and Q, y'all have talked about this will be the best version of Deontay Wilder that we will ever see. It definitely was. Of course, we all could probably highlight things he needs to improve on, you know, in the future if he's going to continue boxing. But it definitely was an, impro an improved Deontay Wilder. So I got to tip my cap to him again in that third round. I was out, you know, out in Tampa, out in these streets at the bar watching the fight. And I ain't going to lie, when he went down in the third, similar to UQ, I just put my head down man. like, oh, man. Oh, oh man. Everybody thought it was over. Oh, no, no, here we go. I don't talk to all then, this shit. <laughs> right. But then we get to the fourth round, and I got to salute Wilder for digging deep because by then he was already getting tired. I think everybody already saw him starting to get winded. And so for him to dig deep and blast Fury with two shots to put him down, got Fury on the canvas, Ryan up blowing, blowing out his mouth like, hoo, hoo, like what I got hit with, right? So I got to salute Wilder for, you know, digging deep. And then again, most of the fight, you could say even after that, Wilder was probably exhausted and he lasted until the 11th round. So amazingly, <laughs> so, salute to, so salute to Wilder, man. Salute to Tyson Fury. 
you know, I, I, I feel confident right now saying at the end of the day, Tyson Fury is the king of the heavyweight division right now. And until somebody comes to dethrone him, Tyson Fury is king. But make no bones about it, I got to salute Deontay Wilder because if he continues to fight, I firmly at this point believe he's definitely the second best heavyweight out there. And I'll throw this wrinkle in. I, I was thinking about the fight, and I was just watching how massive and how skilled um, Tyson Fury was. And you all know that we've interviewed different heavyweights um, and different boxers in general. And we've mentioned the Bridgeweight division that the WBC is coming up with where, what's it, 225 and down, like 200 to 225. And so at first, I remember when we all talked about it, we were like, kind of kind of screw that Bridgeweight division, man. The heavyweight division is a heavyweight division. But in talking to fighters, a lot of them are proponents of it. And I start to see why, because ultimately – at a certain point, hey, man, these are some real live Goliaths out here. And Tyson Fury is the ultimate one. I'm telling and you. at this point, when he going to be 50, 60 pounds heavier than anybody? 50, which 60 stamina, pounds. Bro? Which stamina, This bro? Right, which stamina? Heavier than anybody? Come on, I'm going to tell you right now. That's his ritual. Right. And, and nobody's going to be able to deal with him. So, you know, in every other division, you know, you have weight classes where it jumps up. You know, every certain amount of pounds, but in heavyweight, it's it's any man's game. So I get that part, but you know, in conclusion, man, I gotta salute Tyson Fury, man, king of the heavyweight division. But I also salute Deontay the Bronze Bomber Wilder, but for putting on a great show and showing that he's the second best heavyweight. The most dangerous puncher. Can the moderator get some? Yeah, go go ahead right in, bro. All right, so you 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 guys know I a lot of times I look at fights from different perspectives and. But let me let me say this. Boxing won on so many levels. Right? Um, the heavyweight division is the apex predator, right? There was once upon a time when you were the heavyweight champ, you were the most recognized figure, baddest man on the planet. That fight on October 9th showed the world why. It, it rewound the clock and showed you, hey, this is why. When it came to the heavyweight back in the day, mm-hmm. while they were looked at and revered in such a light because they were capable of producing moments like, like this. Now, not only did this fight produce those moments, it's probably one of the top three heavyweight fights of all time. You think about, I know Q mentioned, you mentioned Riddick Bowe, Holyfield, um, Thriller Manila. Oh, yeah. um, then you got Klitschko Joshua. And you got this one. And, and who knows? I, I mean... There, there's elements to it where, you know, stylistically, Joshua Klitschko was a little bit uh, of a cleaner fight uh, as far as tactically, tactical wise. But this fight, oh, my goodness, like everybody, I, we thought I thought it was over. I thought it was over in the third, thought it was over in the fourth. And then the 10th round comes around. Deontay Wilder gets knocked down. And then you see Wilder. I mean, then you see Fury get buckled in the 10th and he gets saved by the bell. Um, it, it, it was amazing. Um, and I, I said this. I might have said this years ago, um, but probably would have had to been because we would have been looking forward to the. Um, no, I said this before the second fight. I said Wilder might get knocked out, and the third fight we'll see the best Wilder. But I don't know if he'll win. And Wilder could have won this fight, definitely. Uh, um, and, and he could have won it in the fourth, uh, depending fourth, on the count. We're over. not going to get into that just because everybody gets in the stand count. If he counts certain time, he got twelve seconds, and for you, that's called discretion. 
it's discretion, but you know, discretion is yeah. discretion and yeah. that user discretion. Yeah, so so it, it was. I will say then, this one thing about the count. I mean, well, let me back up for a second. When I said boxing one, boxing one, because that was an amazing night. Boxing one, in another way, with all these celebrities, right? You got Jake Paul, you got Anderson Silva, who 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 was a boxer at one point, a failed boxer, and now he's back, you know, boxing. Um, Fury's been doing this shit since he was 10 years old. You have to be a boxer and you have to know this game in and out. If you don't study and prepare to defend, attack every angle of this game, you will not be the best. That's just simple and plain. There's too many people who have been doing this since their childhood, skip childhoods, right? Like Mayweather, like Fury, to practice this game and to perfect it. And they've gotten to the point where what they work on is conditioning because everything else is ingrained. It's muscle memory. It's not muscle memory yes. of, of a sport they learned that, that goes against every human instinct. Everybody should, you know, backs up a certain way. Everybody boxing teaches you differently so we saw on uh on multiple levels boxing win you know you saw a boxer really beat a puncher who started out was god god given skills started out later in life and you saw to jd's point the reaction right you know he didn't as teddy atlas would say he didn't behave like a fighter in certain spots technically with his right. heart he responded like a warrior, and I'm speaking a Wilder. Both men did, but you could see when the rubber met the road, and I and I was having a conversation about this off off uh, the show. I was like, you know, all the pressure Wilder's putting on himself. I wonder what really happens when he says, "Oh shit, this is not working." And I wasn't talking about his style. I'm just wondering about does he start breathing heavy? Does he start panicking? Does he start panicking? Because that all contributes to whether you can get your second win, whether you can actually think on the fly. And I think what happened was Wilder had it together first round. I'm like, oh, shit, this is a different fight. And, and it ended up being a different fight. But one of the things, and I know Malik Scott seems like a great guy. Wilder seems like a great guy. But there is criticism to be had. I feel like Wilder wasn't prepared as well as he should as to, to to the talent that he has not the skill set because he doesn't have he didn't develop it but i saw in that fight there was there's glimpses of it where you saw wilder slip uh, it, it was he did it one time he slipped fury and, and and pivoted but then he had his hands down and fury caught him um there's one time he threw a nice uppercut and one of the things we lamented, I know, but I did personally, is Wilder's inability to do anything on the inside, whether it's smother, defend, uh, just just throwing, uh, just knowing the right punch to throw in close yeah, quarters. Offensively, you saw numerous times where he would get hit and then respond with with he would okay, Fury uppercutted me. Oh, let me try that. You know, so it's one of those things where I know Malik Scott's probably a good dude and and, and very knowledgeable about the sport, but there were certain deficits like. The reason why Fury felt like this was going to be an easy fight, because if you ever know down, Fury knows once he throws the jab, Wilder's not going to circle away from his power hand. He's going to circle right into it. And that's why he was there for the one, two, um, all second fight, all third fight. And so technically, I, I wish I would have seen more of that. I did like the jab work to the body early, but there is things defensively that 
Wilder needed to work on offensively, yeah. man. Wilder can can put it together if he would have had Tyson Fury thinking twice. But Tyson right. Fury, after he weathered the storm, was able to go back to his game plan of okay, jab him, run him into my right hand because he's gonna run right into it. So, um, the last part to this, and this is a part that does agitate me because it kind of goes against. I don't know with heavyweights, it's a little different, right? Uh. The muscle, the upper body strength, and JD, you told me why they did it, mm -hmm. and it was to when Fury laid on uh, on him, push him off. He didn't do that shit all night, like so. So, so that added mass didn't do anything on top of squat. the pressure, <laughs> but but make him tired, and he didn't push push Fury off like he did that three hundred and fifty pounds because. It's one of those things to bench press. It's another one of those things to actually work on technique. And I felt like that added muscle, the pressure. I felt like Deontay Waddle's like, oh, shit, I can't lose. Let's go wild here. And to, to his credit, man, I, I've never seen a fighter with more heart. More heart, more true to them what he says he is in the ring. Tyson Fury is another one. Wilder's on. Well, who he right. said he is in the ring, they both you gotta believe Wilder and you gotta respect and love him for that. I just, as a Wilder fan, I wish he had reached his full potential. But if I it mean, was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. What do you guys right. think about that? Because I think I think Wilder has a level of arrogance, man. And that's my guy, bro. You know, I love Wilder, period. You know what I'm saying? He have a level that you that's why it's very important. That's why I say Malik Scott is the guy for him. And and I and if you haven't watched his interview. First, I just watched the first interview after the fight, and he explained that, you know, Wilder went, you know, just like we said, he went for what he know. He abandoned everything. You know, he just, you know, as far for the most part, for large, for to a large degree, you know, because and he wasn't even throwing a hook to the body. You know, I wanted Wilder, I wanted Fury to have to worry about more than just the over, big overhand right. You know what I'm saying? Because Wilder was jabbing to the body in the other fights. You know, I mean, it was times where he jabbed to the body very well, and I had to go back and watch them. And I'm like, damn, okay. But that hook went to turning and looking real good, man. When he was throwing that height, it went to looking very, very good. And I was like, yo, if he could make Fury worry about that also, I mean, I just want him to have something else to worry about, you know. Cause smothering just, just like just like we talked about, just smothering him and he don't know what to do. He, you know, he just absorbing his legs got all of this weight on it. That's why I said he should have been squatting anyway instead of just that bench press. Yeah. Because your legs is what went out, you know what I'm saying? This fight, exactly. And, and hey, and also if you saw, bro, his eardrum was bleeding again. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he had a lot of problems, bro. And they say he broke his hand. You know, he wanted to wear the punch his glove because dead. You know, Fury glove will punch his glove and had the horse hair and all of that. They had a whole debacle about that again. And so he wore the punch his glove and he said that he was very happy with the gloves because it, it favored him. But you know, you broke your hand and, and shattered your knuckle. You know, probably maybe you should have wore the regular gloves or whatever. But either way it go, amazing fight. Yeah, amazing. These two guys we probably will never see duplicated again, and and just the way they this this you know, is this is Jose uh, Jose um uh, uh this is Castillo uh, Morales. You know this, yeah. this 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 was epic. Um, go ahead, hey, JD. Hey, you know, uh, I I I agree with you. I I do think uh, Wilder. You know, he has a level of, you know, it's, it's a fine line in life between confident and arrogant, right? It's right. a real, real fine line, you know, between confident and arrogant. And, you know, with, with Wilder, it was one of those things that when he wanted to immediately go into this uh, this trilogy fight, 
I kind of knew that it would be problems because it's just not enough time to really make what you worked on muscle memory that would show when the fight gets tough. Like I would I will sit here and say, man, that that first round, I think probably all boxing observers might say that might have been the, the smartest, best round we've ever witnessed Wilder fight in his life. Correct. I mean, Correct. I mean, we probably watched Wilder land probably 15 to 20 body shots in that first round. I mean, it, it was absolutely exquisite. He, he, he landed on Fury whenever he wanted to. Right, whenever he wanted to. And you could even tell in that moment in the first round that even the wheels were turning in Fury's head like, oh, oh, this is what we're doing tonight. Right. So, so, so this is what we're doing tonight. But, but sure enough, by the time we got to the second round and some of that fatigue started to set in, he totally started to abandon, abandon all of that stuff by the time he even got to the second round. And I think another uh, mistake for him was he keep he kept on going up in weight, right? And the thing about going up in weight, especially when you're talking about a sport like boxing, like even I re even I remember back when we were in Tallahassee and we were at shout out to uh, Lincoln Center Boxing Gym over there in Frenchtown. But I even remember back when we were were there, you would really start to realize. Boxing is different when you get in there and you throwing punches and moving around for three minutes. Like it is it's, it's, it's different when you're really talking room about don't matter too much. Right. That weight room does not matter that much. And better yet, do you want better? Too much weight room will slow you down. Or yep. too, and too much weight room. Heavy. Right. Too much weight room will have you getting tired quicker. So I think that was another. I get why Wilder thought he had to be stronger, but I could almost imagine that's probably why we even saw him gas out even quicker because you're now going in there with more muscle mass even heavier your heaviest of your whole career there's no way that you can go into a fight against somebody as good as tyson fury and you haven't even fought any other fighters at this weight to even know how you'll respond when you get tired or be able to catch a second win so i think there's a couple of mistakes that that wilder made um like you said, Q, I do think Malik Scott is good for him. He need to bring somebody else that, in also. Though. Yeah, I just think that he needs a few more fights to really ingrain that muscle memory in him. And now the last thing is that I think every fighter is going to have a problem with this when it comes to Tyson Fury. And I know Wilder had an issue with this when it came to sparring. There is no way in the world to get anybody who can mimic this dude at 6'9", almost 300 pounds, sparring you for 10, 11, 12 rounds. There's no way, there's no way to mimic it. So it, it, it's really going to have to be somebody who brings in excellent sparring, and then when they get into the fight with Tyson Fury, they're going to have to have an extra gear when it gets to about that 7th or 8th round to really, really turn it up another level. Because there's nobody out there who's going to give you honest, good work that's going to compare to what it's going to feel like having a 300-pound dude weighing on you. But, oh, man. And who's that slip. Putting you in a headlock. Right. <laughs> All these different things and able to box that way. So, you know, ultimately, it was a good fight and all, man. I, I, I salute the Wilder. What we saw was a dude whose skill is exquisite, and we saw another guy who literally walked in the gym later. And he, I would say he maximized 
all the tools he had. Are the tools he had all enough? The nah, the tool, the tools are not I, enough. So They're not so enough. See, but he did maximize, I think, all that he had. See, see, that's I don't know how the hell he got this far, you know, and even in that fight, how the hell you made it to the 11th round, bro? I'm like, yo, I was worried. He got he he got he got that 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 size heart. I I really disagree. He maximized, and that was and I go I'm going by what Q said. I'm going by what Q said. Um, when when he quoted, oh, I don't need half of that stuff. Yeah, I don't need half. I need to use half of that, bitch. You need all that. You need all. And so when I look at Deontay. Right. Um, Fury is probably like, yo, I am so happy you didn't learn more and you didn't take JD's advice <laughs> and work on it a few times and, and then come fight back. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then we're talking about a completely different wall. Right. Somebody who's done this in real time. And I, I, I don't necessarily agree with it was all fatigue. Right. I think it was. He was getting punched in the face. And the reason why I say that is because Deontay Wilder's offense, we always knew it wasn't going to be perfect. But we never really saw, even in this fight, any improvement in his defense. So I think what happened was he started, he, he I don't think he necessarily and on the fly understood what was happening. Because even with Malik Scott, when he was in the, uh, when they were back, you know, behind stage, and they were just talking. He said, "What happened?" And I know, in the general sense, he's like, "Dang, what happened?" But it, he didn't. Un- I don't believe he understood that Tyson Fury was a jabbing him, and when he jabbed, he was moving right into his power hand, and that no matter how good your offense was, Tyson Fury knew one thing: if he jabbed you, he knew where you were going to be the next moment. And that really started to set the tone. And I think it started to set in a little bit of panic in Deontay Wilder, not because he was afraid, but because he put so much pressure to win this fight. And then when he got hurt in the third, what got him up was pride, heart, determination. I ain't going nowhere. I got to win this. And so for me, I, I think he maximized his ability with his mindset, but his actual physical tools that if he was more receptive and really, really took some of JD's advice and worked on a few fights and worked on that. I think we'd see a lot better Wilder, but I'm going to say something that's a hot take. I think it's time for Wilder to retire today. And I'm going to tell you why. Me and JD talked about this. Not because he's not the second best heavyweight. It's because Wilder had already talked about retirement. And Wilder's ego, he doesn't care about being the second best heavyweight. And for me, if that's the case, it's time to walk away. If you if you can't get Fury a fourth time, I'm gonna tell you right now. Deontay Wilder wouldn't want doesn't want to face anybody else. He don't want to face Usyk. He don't want to face Joshua. He don't want to face F.A. Jackman. He don't want to face Andrew Ruiz. He wants to fight Tyson Fury right again. There's no you you know I I get the Bridger way. No I, I I get the Bridger way. I, I think he I think he will fight him to get back to Fury. He not going he he don't want to retire right now. Malik Scott already already said that. He said, nah, they ain't even on his plan. So he won't, he still won't heal now. So he might have to go to scenic route. Oh, he's gonna have to go to scenic route. Oh, he's gonna have to go to scenic route. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I would just it it seems so far, it is it's not so far out of the realm of possibility because as opposed to my original thoughts going into early on to the third fight, 
The public wants Fury to don't see a fight fourth him. fight. I don't think Fury will I, fight him again. That's the thing. Huh? Right. I don't think Fury will fight him again. Why? Why would he fight him again? He didn't want to fight him this would. time. I, I, I think I think what happens, and 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 if I, I'll say this scenario. Say they get on a collision course to where, all right, Wilder's improved even more, and he takes out an annual ease. Let's say he gets past Usyk, right? Or let's say he beats Joshua, and then he beats Dillian White. And there's only so many heavyweights. I mean, we got a young crop that we're going to talk about a little bit later for a split second, but there's only so many at the top. And if Deontay Wilder starts beating them, I do see two, three years Fury like, all right, let's run it back and let's get this big money fight. Because if the money's there, I think Fury will be there. And, and, you, and you know, to that point, uh, J-Box, I also feel that that is sort of why, even though Wilder should have waited and worked on skill before, I do think that is an element as to why he forced it. Because I think Wilder does not trust. He didn't trust that, okay, I could go take a few interim fights and then Fury's really going to give me an opportunity <laughs> another couple of years down the road because he saw how much Fury was trying to wiggle out of just this third one. And you and, and I, I'm not going to lie, I would be shocked. I would be shocked if Fury gave him a fourth try. Because if, if Fury gave him a fourth try, we starting to get into that whole Pacquiao-Marquez territory. Right. And as many times as he has put Fury down on that canvas, what's he at, four times now? I think he's dropped over over the course of the trilogy. He's dropped them four times. I would be shocked if he gives him another shot. I think he dropped him three times in the first fight. Yeah, it, may, it might be five. Two. I thought that it was, was two, two. First one. but okay. But 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 I would be surprised if Fury gives him another shot to blast him again. So you know, it, it's one of those things. I don't think he'll retire. J Box, to your point, man. <laughs> if I, mean, I was Fury, I, I, I damn sure would give him a shot. See, I ain't gonna lie to you. I can see your perspective as far as, you know, I mean, Tyson Fury is the, he's the top dog. He's the top dog. And so will any of these other heavyweights really get Deontay up to really, really get ready to fight them the way Fury would? I don't think so, but I'm not going to lie. I do think that from the same heart that we saw Wilder show in that ring, I don't believe a Wilder when you see a guy who has a heart like that will let the last image that the public sees of him right, be him that. getting knocked out by Tyson Fury. So well, I, I think he will he, he, fight on whether it's one or two more fights. And then maybe yeah. if he takes an L to one of these other younger fighters, then you might start to see Wilder like, all right, maybe I might need to go ahead and tap out. And, and see, I, I, I don't for one second believe that Wilder wouldn't give us one more fight. I, I mean, I would think he would give us a retirement fight. I mean, and, and I'll use this sports analogy, this cross sports analogy. What if you told Michael Jordan, all right, or or Kobe Bryant, RIP, hey, look, man, you're going to have a great team every year, but the best you're going to be able to do is lose in the finals. You want to keep playing? You ain't going to never win it. Not, not, not in, not, not because you won't be able to um, uh, overcome your challenge but you won't get the opportunity to compete to actually win as soon as you get to the finals game it, it up, up they automatically award the other guy a championship and the reason why I say that is because you guys don't think there'll be a four fight and so my point is in Deontay Wilder's mind he wants to be number one one name one face yeah, yeah. that's what he wants one name one face 
And with Fury out there, only way to get it is through Fury at this point. We've all conceded he's the king. And so we got guys, which which leads me to, you know, leads me to what I, I kind of want to briefly talk about. There's a couple of guys coming up, young guys. You know, we've seen Frank Sanchez really um, kind of take care of F.A. Ajagbe, which is, you know, I, I kind of put F.A. in that wilder category. He's pretty basic and he needs to kind of really um, have have a better corner, better train, a better corner to kind of really open up his repertoire of punches and defense um, because he got he got dropped in an earlier fight. Um, uh, uh, FA uh by a guy Razvan Kajanu. Um, I remember watching it. No, nobody talks about it. It was a flash knockdown because he was so wide open and punching. So, I mean, with Fury being there, I mean, it's really onto the next generation um to dethrone him as Fury ages, but then that wouldn't be prime fury. So, you know, we got Jared Anderson that took care of business. We got Frank Shanks. Frank, hey, he looks good. And then, of course, we had Adam uh, Kanaki versus uh, Helenus, which I'm not going to lie. No, neither one of those are really going to be heavyweight contenders. Uh, it appears Kanaki was a bit overrated. Um, Helenus, great effort. He's serviceable. He dominated that fight. Um, what are you guys thinking about the he- uh, the new heavyweights coming up? Because they're, you know, uh, they're about four or five years off from really being in their prime and spe- specifically referring to uh, uh jared anderson who i think is like 22 years old so what do you guys think about that go ahead jd you know i, I i'm very excited mostly um i'll be honest i'm you know we all Americans, so I'm, I'm a little biased towards uh jared anderson man I'm, I'm a little biased towards him because i like to see if if this young 21 year old can possibly in the next say three years develop into being the next great american heavyweight um it it would be great uh because one thing about jared anderson is he's another heavyweight that you see on the horizon that he has power mixed with some real boxing skill he's got some real boxing acumen in the ring so he, he he appears to have an upside that i think would be excellent for the heavyweight division in the in the future uh to come now i will say that frank sanchez he put everybody on notice frank sanchez put everybody on notice um when i was watching the fight i it was flagrantly obvious that faa jagba uh struggled with cutting off the ring and we all know when it comes to uh a cuban fighters it don't matter whether you a heavyweight Right. Or you or you is uh as small as uh Rigandau. Everybody coming from that from that Cuban style of boxing, they know how to box, they know how to move. Right. They are gonna move laterally around the ring, they're gonna use head movement, and they're gonna try to counter punch and outbox you. And so Frank Frank Sanchez showed that he's he's no different. Um, you know, it's interesting that he's over there with the, the Eddie Reynoso camp. I felt that was really intriguing to find out that he's over with that camp. Um, so I think Frank Sanchez put everybody on notice. I can't wait to see what move and how they maneuver him just yet. I don't know if you go ahead and you put a Frank Sanchez in there just yet with a Jared Anderson. That's kind of dicey right about now. They probably grow Jared Anderson a little bit more before putting him in there with him. But Honestly, I you know after after watching all of the heavyweight fights that were on the card, I'm I'm a roll with with saying that I'm really happy with Jared Anderson. I know he did an eight rounder. Next up, probably is another eight rounder. Then maybe in about the end of 2022, put Jared Anderson in a ten rounder, 
And then at that point, see how he does. And he might be really ready for a crack um, as some of the top dogs. Because we, we talked about this before. How th There's a plethora of names at heavyweight for Jared Anderson to start challenging. That will be legitimate steps up, especially a lot of heavyweights over there across the pond. Q, what you got on it? Yeah, you know, Jared Anderson, my guy, man, skill-wise, uh, I just feel like he he's special, you know. I, and don't get me wrong, um, you know, I like F.A., but uh, I, I, I saw once I, before I, you know, I did a little, checked a little highlight, the background on um Frank Sanchez, that's his name? Yeah. Is that his yeah. name? Mm -hmm. And I knew, I'm like, yo, okay, this this ain't good. I knew it wasn't good, <laughs> just from him being a heavyweight Cuban undefeated and, and then watching him just for a little bit, I'm like, this ain't going to be good. <laughs> uh, you know, we got a little, ba a little baby Ortiz. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, yeah. and so that's a little bit more fluid. I, I, I yes, I right, actually wanted right. to. You could young. probably box. You could probably box a little bit better than King Kong. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but um, so and you know, I, I saw that FA had the real test. You know, I saw yeah. he had, well, I saw that was the matchup to watch, and just yeah. like you know, cause um, the the, the Russian or uh, whatever it was, uh, whatever the nationality that that uh. Jared Anderson, Eastern Paul, European you know, fighter Jared. But he not about the first, second round. So I was actually because I had so much going on, I wasn't able to catch number highlights, but I was able to watch the whole fight because it was only, you know, uh it was real quick. But um he ain't really getting no real work in, but he's the guy. And I feel like stylistically, man, he held for anybody stylistically with the way he moved the volume. And he'll be somebody that even Fury, you know, and that's one of the guys they had the rumors about for a sparring, you know, but that's sparring, but Stylistically, you know, him and Fury gave each other great work. And that, that's one thing that really worried me. I'm like, yo, he got these guys sparring. <laughs> he got these guys sparring. You know, you got the puncher, then you got the the the, the person that's that's that th he throwing them things like a welterweight, moving like a welterweight, punching like a heavyweight, you know, with a smile and a personality. You know, uh, Jared Anderson gonna be a star. He's gonna be a star. But what I will say, let me say something else real quick. It's a whole nother, it's a it's another group that we ain't talking about with with and it's a match being well. Not even. Oh, I, I go ahead. I, that's what I'm glad. Joe Joyce, that. you saw the you saw the rumor I, about Joe Joyce I, 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 and I'm possibly King Kong Ortiz. They might what? be say what? Listen, uh, I'm I think so glad Frank Warren or somebody whoever whoever was over Joe Joyce. Uh, they said we're well, send send the paperwork over. We want that fight. I think that might be the fight that might be made. And um, and, and Joe Joyce. No good. He he's somebody I definitely want to see in that mix because you know and Usage, you know Usage was. His only was his only loss in the amateurs. It, it well, was okay, it was a pro am. They now, had watch no that fight. It was the pro amateurs. The, yeah, the, the it was the WBS. Whatever it was that we talked about, I forgot the name of it. The the yeah. long and sensitive amateur that's like pro. Private. But, you you win money. And it was a good fight. It was a good strap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and he spoke out about after the Joshua fight real quick that I won't let his ass breathe if I got it, <laughs> and that's the way to be. And I would and, love and to see. So, and I, I'm glad you mentioned that. You kind of. Stole a little bit of my segue because I was going to say I want to finish off on Fury and not disrespect the heavyweights that are out there. So when I told, when I said about, oh, you know, there's not too many places to go, there's plenty of people for Deontay Wilder to fight. But on the level of people perceiving him as the best, there's only a few guys. And right. the rest of the guys aren't ready yet. What's going to be great to see is that um, we've seen this with Roy Jones, right? He lost to Tyler. We've seen this with Lennox Lewis. He's lost to Rockman. We see fighters who are lesser than that just catch that fighter on that one night. And I don't think Fury's above that. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a great time for the heavyweight division to watch the Gypsy King 
run through the gauntlet of uh heavy, just viable heavyweights um that are talented. One that I was going to mainly mention was I think that's going to be a pretty good fight with Joe Joyce. People could talk about his fit work, footwork. He's sluggish, um, but he's steady. He's durable, and he knows how to box. So it's it, it's somebody who is you know big guy. He is the juggernaut. He's going to be there for Fury to be hit, uh, to be hit by Fury. But he's also going to be able to maneuver his defense a little bit better to actually touch Fury. Um, right. and, and to your point, J Box, right? Quick, I, I agree with you a thousand percent because I do think there's a lot of fighters. Who are watching the wilder blueprint of what not to do right like exactly. there's a lot of them who are sitting there looking at all right you know fury's gonna come try to bully you you gotta you gotta have some defense and some head movement and some lateral movement and i assume to your point q that probably is what big baby was doing in sparring right when they were talking about them having some good sparring rounds right. i assume that's probably what he was doing is using a lot of head movement and being in lateral movement yeah and volume because you know that's that's the thing. I wish you know, because when I say why to say he's gonna hit him on the elbows, hit him on the shoulders, hit him everywhere, you know, let his hands be more free. But you know, and and that's it's, a, it's hard and that's to do without 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 a tool set of more than one punch. But that's the thing though. It, everybody got a plan that they get hit, and he was right. saying he was what he was gonna do to him, but he I don't think he took into account what he needed to do for for Fury to stop for doing Fury, things to him. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, but with Fury, man, shout out to the Gypsy King. I, I and this is just honest. I, I'm excited to see. Um, and it's a crazy reference. Y'all know I go off the rails with crazy references. I, I, I like Batman, right? So the story was never about Batman. It was always about the villain and what part of his psyche the villain brought out. Whether it was the Joker, whether it was the Riddler, whether it was what part of Batman's psyche did they activate for it to be a challenge? And that's what I look at with Fury, right? We have all these guys who do things well and that are really, really good. It's going to be great to see Tyson Fury get up fight after fight to fight a Luis Ortiz, uh, to fight a Frank Sanchez, to fight a Joe Joyce, to fight a Usyk. Um, we don't really, we aren't really, we're kind of, we'll be honest. I'll be honest. We're kind of discredited Joshua at this point, but he might get his straps back. Um, but there are a lot of guys. Shout out to Michael Hunter, who's actually been oh, in yeah. camp with Fury as well, who's right. been on the show. Friend mm -hmm. of the show. Right. Shout out to Michael Hunter, who's very live in this um, uh, division and also gave Usyk a very good showing. But he got caught on an 18-month layoff. And for the first six rounds, he looked very, 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 very talented. So there are a lot of guys that Fury are gonna be, is going to be faced with. And until further notice, as JD said, He's the king of the heavyweight division. And until further notice, the best thing smoking on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, your name. name. All that. This is Boxing Vibes TV. Boxing Vibes TV, baby. Hopefully y'all love us. Like, like we, we love y'all. Take, take us home, fellas. All right. Y'all already know. Y'all already know the drill. Like, subscribe, share. Share that thing. Yeah. Paper airplanes. Click boogers on it and get it to everybody you love, Apple. baby everywhere download us on all streaming platforms and we'll be back at y'all next week That's already baby do.